Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J. Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Calista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. lovely little fandom we missed you we're back it's good morning not so good it's just morning (laughs) yeah gosh it's a very nice day out it was almost warm this morning it's getting warm where i live so i'm pretty happy about it i don't love it (laughs) i like my mornings to be cold and it was just too warm sitting in the sun in traffic and I'm like, I don't like this at all. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, just I haven't like had my sun. coffee yet. <laughs> no, I'm so tired of snow, so it needs to go away. So Diggle. Diggle finally got his episode. Like, it only took seven years. <laughs> I loved the episode, but I have a real big problem with it. It felt super freaking weird that we're getting all this information about John in the seventh season. Well, I love how Oliver and Felicity kind of basically called that out. They're right. like, why are we because just finding so this out now? Ridiculous. Like, the writers <laughs> had to address it because it's absolutely insane that they are doing this now. They really should have given him this episode years ago. And this should have happened in season one, season two, at the latest. Yeah. I'm sorry. This is absolutely insane that they waited this long. It's and you know, John's answer in the show wasn't that good. It, it's like, it was like uh, I was upset about it. I didn't want to I talk about it. Yeah, like <laughs> I blamed my dad. I just didn't feel like he was worth mentioning. Really? Really? That you have a stepfather? I feel like that should have come up well, and at they some go point while you and Oliver were drinking some vodka. You know? And they go to him for help with with the Ninth Circle. It's like, you couldn't have gone to him for help with for like, anything any else? Any other bad guy? <laughs> like, you know a general in the motherfucking <laughs> army? Like, what? A, like, what? What? <laughs> like, I feel yeah. like that would have been helpful with Raz al Ghul. You know, Slade. Remember when Slade had an army? Let's call a guy with an army. Yeah, why was this guy in season two? Like, like what? Really, this like, this episode could have fit into season two really well. Really well. It would have been like, oh hey, Oliver. You know how your bestie is like raising a super soldier army? Well, I got a stepdad, and he actually like runs the army. So like maybe we can go to the Department of Defense and see if like he could throw oh. us a couple guys. I, I just feel like that should have been a sentence. At some point in the 23 episodes of season two. Seriously. It's like, by the way, Diggle, you. Oh, okay. And then here's the other thing. Oliver's like, what the fuck? You didn't tell me you had a stepdad. And Diggle's like, I didn't think it was worth mentioning. Literally, that's his answer. I don't think it was worth mentioning. And he's been up Oliver's ass for seven years about keeping secrets. Here's a good question. Here's a good question. Here's a very good question. Why wasn't he at the wedding? Oh, 
Well, I was like, Susie. Diggs' mom, Diggs' stepdad. Why weren't they at Diggle's wedding? I feel like they just. Well, I, I. Here's my own head cannon because the okay. show didn't address it. <laughs> like Diggle had no family at his own wedding. I know. It was like okay, it's and so, so did you even notice like the rando that they had Lila as her maid of honor? I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> like we're coming up rando girl with the main water we couldn't like put felicity there so it made freaking sense nah. like honestly felicity as lila's maid of honor made a hell of a lot more sense than felicity as in iris's um bridal party oh i know putting what that is out that there. about what is that about like what is that about? I know! It's like they've talked twice, <laughs> being my freaking... That was so... Oh, and then they did the same thing with um, Caitlyn. It's like... It's like Iris and Caitlyn don't talk. Like, they have zero scenes. So they had a hashtag feminism episode. And Which, how aggravating was that? Oh, yeah. And then Iris is like, oh, hey, we talked for, like, five minutes so would you be my maid of honor and Caitlin's like oh sure I'm like this is like this is so ridiculous like the flash I think has even has done an even worse job with like the women hanging out and like than Arrow and it was just neither has been real great neither is a stellar example of female camaraderie and you know everybody is partnership Everybody's upset that Elena is big shock, a little on the shifty side. And they're like, why can't Felicity just have a friend? I'm like, listen. Can you say kay. I'm right? Can we just talk about how I was right? Well, we will. We we'll, get to, we'll get to That's your right. That's the part I want to get to. But, <laughs> but when it comes to female friendships, like Felicity was never going to have a close friend that wasn't on Team Arrow that wasn't going to end up being shifty. Like this is... The story, like even some of them, like Oliver's, like his family is either shifty or they're on the team. They're on the team. Like, right. <laughs> it's like. If you ain't shifty, you're on the team. And yeah. Elena's exactly. not going to be on the team. So and uh, lately we've had an awful lot of shifty people on the team. So it's just. Right? Like, it's like. Mm, but it's just like. a lot of people in those boxes. You want Felicity to have a regular best friend it's never gonna okay happen. but see what, what happened okay let's perfect example they brought curtis on the show to be felicity's bestie and then they had to put him on the and team then they put him on the fucking he team be a and he was guy. the worst so you know listen they either are shifty or they're on the team and I people will be like I, oh like, but elena was on the team and i'm like nah, but she wasn't really well here's She's the thing shifty. i it's, this is my thing. I'm not that, oh, Felicity needs a female friend. No, I'm not either. It's like, not that listen, kind of show. I don't really care that much. What if I we care, want it, I, we can fanfic it. Well, here's my, it's not even that. I want Felicity scenes to be with Oliver. Yeah, this Which is, is true. Which is kind of where I'm at, guys. And yeah. I just, <laughs> I don't care about anything else um, more than I care about Elicity. Like, I don't care about smoke tech more than I care about Elicity. I don't care right. about Felicity's individual storyline. I don't care right. about Felicity having a female friend. Like, that's all great. I was very, like, understanding, like, when Felicity said she wanted something separate from the team. I feel like that's important. Like, I agree with her. Diggle deserves something separate, too. But I just, like, I would, I would, I would hand it all over 
I would give it over for a feet rub. See, it's kind of. I appreciate that Beth isn't asking me to sacrifice those things to get get a foot rub scene, but yeah, I'm kind of just really at this ship and ship nothing else matters kind of than the ship. I don't know. It's a, maybe it's a phase. <laughs> but yeah, Elena's shifty and I was right. Okay. Felt really good to say that. She was, she's shifty, but let's make it clear. She's not like, muahaha, I'm going to no, ruin Felicity's life. I just shifty. don't find her trustful in the sense that I don't think she's a murderer, but I think she has a very different morality right. spectrum exactly. than Felicity does. And the reason I felt like that is because, you know, she worked for Caden James. And right. You know, we've never really, they've never really addressed that in a way that's satisfying for me, where it's like, oh, Elena's totally, you know, oh, that was a mistake. I'm like, eh, you know, she's still very much, you know, the well, and activism it's not like, is a good thing. Yeah, and, it's not like she was like, you know, Caden James is doing some bad things, but I'm just really here for the hacking experience. No, she was like, he's doing some awful things, but I get why he's doing it, so I'm in support of it. Right. You know? And it was like, mm. it's like, that's not the same thing as being. And I feel like Felicity should have been more cautious of that. Yes. Before assigning her uh, leadership position in her business. And just handing over <laughs> this incredibly powerful mechanism. Like last night's episode, it was it when it was clear that Felicity was destroying the tech. I was like, yes, but the tech is still there in the future. So either she rebuilds it or mm-hmm. whatever. And then when Felicity's like, no, it's more important that we, you know, this is too dangerous to fall into the wrong hands. I'm not going to rebuild it. And I'm like, oh, well, then Elaine is shifty because right. <laughs> that's the only other answer. Well, and I don't feel like Felicity's answer to Mia is like, you know, Felicity said, oh, it's all my fault. I'm like, no, you got ripped off. Like, it's not, that's not your fault. Someone's stealing from you. Maybe she thinks it's her fault that she didn't take a harder line with Elena. Maybe, like, once she finds out that that Elena did this, she didn't go, no, we need to shut this down right away. Maybe she went, oh, well, okay, maybe it'll be okay. Well, I feel like this, a lot of this um, storyline feels like uh, 305 blown up. You know, that that was another situation where Felicity created something that she thought was good and it fell into the wrong hands um, like a common theme with her <laughs> right and I'm a little I feel at this stage in the game uh, I'm a little frustrated with the writers that they don't give Felicity the opportunity to play the long game that she is not thinking oh hey this could be bad in some way you know well when she... she said last night when she realized she's like oh in the wrong hands, this is really dangerous stuff. And I'm like, yeah, shit, we've been saying right, like, exactly. all year it's long. Like, okay, like, you're smart, Felicity. Like, Come you're on. a brilliant, you know, genius. It's like, you know, they have her. I get frustrated when the writers have Felicity play stupid because just yes. so a problem can happen. Because yes. she's not stupid. And I, the minute she created this... um. I feel like, like she should have been like, oh, news. this could be really, you know, she she works <laughs> for her main employment is crime fighting. So right. 
considering what criminals would do with this if it fell into the wrong hands, I feel is a fairly pragmatic. Um, well, that should be the first right, place her to mind walk goes. through that her where her mind goes because right. hi, that's her life and everything gets messed up because right. they're crime fighters. So. I, it's just I'm not like oh you know, you're blaming Fliz- I'm not blaming Flizzy I'm saying this is a writing no no yeah uh, no it's it's definitely a writing here's that... here's why I think Felicity blames herself she blames herself for creating it in the first place right because if she hadn't created it in the first place then Elena wouldn't have taken it and developed it back up again and it wouldn't have gotten it stolen again which et cetera, is a very Oliver Queen it uh, is such an Oliver. you know the world is my fault perspective yes. um. <laughs> She's hung around. You know, she had that in 305 too. You're like, okay, but like, also they stole it and like they're using it that in a way that you didn't intend. So that's not your fault. But okay, if 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 Phyllis' last two episodes has just been like, oh, Laurel going evil is my fault. Like, no, not even a little (laughs) bit. And then you know, oh, Archer is all my fault. I'm like, "Uh, I don't think so either. So. She's basically become like she's Oliver. Become an Oliver. Become like, see, you know, listen, that's not. We don't need to do that. Like, yeah. yeah, he's off saving universes, but we don't need to like reintroduce his nonsense. We could take a break from it for twenty years. Could we? Could we really? Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> speaking of patterns repeating, mm-hmm. I need to talk about John Diggle. Yeah, and the whole. Somebody in his family's evil thing. Like, that's just like... It's like, it's so great. Because you're just like, oh, he really... Again, the shit of it... Every time I'm watching this, I'm like, oh, he really should have... By season five, really understood where Oliver was coming from, you know? It's like, oh, I had an evil brother. My, you know, my stepdad's a a dink. Like, it should have been. But, like, finding out that his dad was maybe not perhaps the morally upstanding man that he hoped like and his brother was sketchy and then we find out in the future that hey look jj's gone a little dark too it's like that all the pattern repeats and the other pattern repeats is like dig got with carly in season one and like how much does that mirror his stepfather and his mother after well, his father right. Died. The you know. uh, one of the best, most exciting parts of the episode was for me was finding out that JJ is the <sighs> gang leader of the Deathstroke crew or something. My mouth was hanging I open. Was like, I was like, "What?" <laughs> I thought like JJ was gonna be like a corporate lawyer or something. I was like, "He's not involved really in this whole." So the fact that they like, I was really kidding. When we found out that Connor uh, was Lila and Diggle's adopted son, I was like, oh, that means, like, okay, he's JJ's brother. And since I'm a Vampire Diaries addict, I was like, oh, we could do a whole, like, Mia, uh, Connor, and JJ love triangle. Because I had an opening. I was like, bro versus bro. That's delicious. But I was really kidding. (laughs) <laughs> and apparently Arrow's gonna take me up on it which is amazing because Mia is all like so when do I meet him I'm like girl you're gonna meet him mm-hmm. they haven't in cast the him crest, yet but you're gonna the, meet in him the in the spinoff baby girl <laughs> and there's gonna be some Diggle brother more Diggle brother than you can shake a stick at mm-hmm. get it like honestly I like how it's perfect so per- is it's, it it's, it's, it's JJ's Damon and Connor Stefan yeah. Yes, please. Oh. But see, it's better. It's better because 
we can ship both because they're both Diggle's Diggle. sons. Right. So Oliver and Felicity's daughter would end up with a Diggle son no matter which direction it goes. So there's no losing. There's no losing. You can ship both. You can be a, a, an advocate for both. You don't have to pick. Right. It's the dream. It is the dream. I need and, this show to mention, happen. Can we mention that David, who was live tweeting during the last night's episode, mm-hmm. was asked by a wonderful fan, you know, what do you think about Connor and Mia together? And he said, fate. And I died. And I'm like, yeah. Died. It is fate, isn't it? This is this so going to be a spinoff. I'm like, I need it. <laughs> I need it. And like the scene where he pushes her up against the wall to like protect her. I really don't remember why he pushed her up against the wall. I felt like it was a little bit of a gross overreaction. I was like, it's okay. But I, I was like, I, I knew why I was doing it. Doesn't matter. Like, her up again. As it was I, happening, I was like, I see what's going on I'm here. Like, I know what safer. you're doing, boy. I see you. I see you. <laughs> I was, was like, so you good. go pin that girl up against the wall. I got no problem. We can just spend the episode there if you want. Like, just staring so at each other. It was so good. It's like, there was some heat. <sighs> so, and honestly, she's all like, damaged the- and unsure about and feelings. He's like, and well, and we were talking and- about this. I, I really feel like Arrow, this is becoming a conscious thing on their part because, to, I mean, Connor is Lila and Diggle's son. I I don't see a difference between him and JJ. But right, right. I don't um, either. They're it's brothers. the whole uh, William isn't really Oliver and Felicity's son, and that you know that the child needs to be genetic spawn Always in order hated. to count. And I hate that shit because that's just it's just wrong. If you believe that, you need to take a good hard look in the mirror because you're wrong. Um, and I feel like the writers either intuitively know this or they saw some bullshit online because they're flipping expectations, you know, um, that the, you know, the one with the DNA of, you know, the one who is, um, biological is, uh, quote unquote bad or the antihero where, you know, the, the, you know, well, and William isn't Felicity's son, but he's she, the one that takes after she her. She takes after her. Exactly. You know, like, I love that. It's such that. a great I way of saying. Biology is, biology is a very is not little the, thing. Right. Yeah. Not the be all and end all. And they are no. just as much a part of the family. And they are just as much these characters' children as their biological ones. Mm-hmm. It's like they anticipated the, the bullshit from the internet. And <laughs> Arrow is seldom self-aware like that in a way that they would subvert the you know those people's expectations and i just love it every now and then they do they usually save it for like laurel stuff right for laurel stuff and i'm like oh they're so very self-aware as they type things we say (laughs) into the dialogue um but yeah i really 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 love it I do too. And I'm, I'm fine with JJ being bad. I'm okay with that being his his answer to Lila and Diggle's he- heroic upbringing. You know, like it it makes sense to me. Like I watched Family Ties. Alex P. Keaton was was the staunch Republican to his parents, liberal hippie Democrats. That was you know? his way of rebelling, right? Exactly. How do you rebel against hippie Democrats? Well. 
Well, you become a Republican. <laughs> <laughs> you worship Reagan. This is how it happens, right. you know. And and so this is just that on the hero scale. Like how does somebody who's chafing against his parents' expectations how does he rebel against them when his parents are heroes? Well, and I love that um, you know, Lila and Diggle's expectations had one impact on JJ and another impact on Connor. Yeah. Because that really introduces, I mean, I'm always a big proponent of free will. So that, you know, you can't lay everything at your parents' feet, you know, that you do make your own decisions. And at some point you have to start owning that. So I think that the reason why I'm really excited about the bro versus bro is there's a lot of really good dramatic material there. And, you know, obviously uh, that we need to give Connor a, a bit of a struggle here because Connor is very much the classic. <laughs> Connor, know. otherwise it's a slam dunk for Right. Connor. <laughs> it's like, okay, Connor's a little too, just like cut out superhero. We need to like mess him up a little bit. So this, it does give him a little, some, um, a major uh, dramatic uh, push pull with his brother. Right. And they didn't, and everyone's like, oh, we didn't get to see JJ because they are not casting him until the spinoff. And they are, right. until it gets, decided that they're doing one and they're they're they're, holding that in reserve the reason why they're holding that reserve is this actor has to have good chemistry with joseph and he has to have good chemistry with cat because they're doing a love triangle and they're gonna need to do a lot of chemistry tests right i mean honestly they got lucky with joseph and cat because um joseph was cast in the legends um, but let's let's let me I, feel so I like, wonder I don't know if he they had her test with him I feel like they had to have because I otherwise mean, it would have been super easy to just recast him well but since they're not yeah, having him be Diggle's true. biological son after all you know yeah, and true. all that I think they could have recast him but they decided to keep him well they g- found out that he had good chemistry with Kat well, and so they're like well we'll just keep him well because given this show's awesome. history and chemistry problems I feel like that's wildly <laughs> yeah. risky for them right. not to test him because they done that before and it was a disaster so I was like because they do they have great chemistry so I'm like okay well hopefully somebody ran through a test with these guys or they just got lucky like with all with Emily and David <laughs> so or Emily and Steven so um, but yeah, that was like, that was the, the pinnacle of the, the episode for me. I was like, oh, this is amazing. So it was pumped. really amazing. So I just love the flash forwards. I do. I really do. It's my happy place in our our dystopian future is um, is my happy place now. Cause, I like, never thought I would ever I, yeah, say I that. Yes. I don't know how, again, I don't know how <laughs> we got here, but we're here and I'm glad. Even like, though I predicted this is how it was going to go, I'm still like, how did we get here? <laughs> Felicity's still pretty chilly with Dinah, too. I don't yeah. feel like well, there's a lot of warming up there happening. The the scenes from next week show could be the reason why. <laughs> like Dinah's like, like I'm watching that preview. I'm like, Dinah, <laughs> what the hell? Like, okay, what? let's let's have a little talk about Dinah because here's my thing. I love Juliana. Like Juliana is a cupcake of a human being. For those of you out there frustrated with Dinah, please don't coat juliana with that same brush like she's she's juliana is a great fun fantastic 
member of this cast. And she has Dinah like, on the other eyes, hand. So don't be mean to her. Yeah, they're very pretty, and they just you just make you stare into them. Dinah could not be more different from Juliana. No, just could not. <laughs> like Juliana, you feel like she would never have a harsh word. Like Listen, ever. if you love Dinah, just admit you've got a problematic fave. Just like I admit with all. Oh of yeah. <laughs> We're all problematic in one way or another. Listen, but Dinah has gone like clear off the rails. Like I don't even know like where the rails know, are like, over what? here. Where what are you doing like, over there? We're, we're pulling <laughs> Oliver in. There were arrows in them. <laughs> Bitch. Well, like would you like, grow a brain for five seconds? Gee, well, if somebody wanted the to frame Oliver, I don't know. I imagine they would use green arrows. Right. It's not like I have a super evil sister who knows how to shoot a bow and arrow, Dinah. My God. <laughs> I know. Like, it's what? just like, come on, guys. I just guys. want to hit her. Someone hit her. <laughs> You're on the police force. We have a real problem here. Yeah, we do. You're a stupid ass captain who doesn't know how to police. Can we get Lance back? Is it too late to Lazarus uh, pit him? We're we're resurrecting Lance. (laughs) We need a real. What's his name? Constantine is on Legends. That's so the whole soul issue wouldn't be a problem. Yeah, yeah. We got to get it done because this is nonsense. She's driving me crazy. Like, she's she wildly is. problematic in the flash forwards, and she's wildly problematic in the present day. I ain't got time for her. I'm prepared for Renee and Dinah to die. <laughs> Let's yes. make it happen. It's like, this is going to happen, right? We need to start promise? dropping some you bodies, that's going to happen? Right. We need to stop dropping bodies. Yes, I, you know, I offer them both as sacrificial lambs. Yes, please. To the t- Take TV them. gods. They're yours. <laughs> it's last season. Somebody's got to die. It ain't going to be my kids. It ain't going to be my OTA. Give me these two. <laughs> I love how they're like, we can't contact Renee because he's undercover. That's Arrow's code for, we don't know what to write for Renee anymore, so we're just keeping him off. <laughs> like, we did his future storyline, and now we bide our time till he dies. So. Well, it's like, we can't just show him all the time because, A, he's boring. And, right, B, the next time cares. we show him, he's got to die, and we're not ready for that to happen yet. So. Yeah, we're just going to like, oh, he's undercover. La-la-la. Well, remember the days when they were like, you know, stay tuned for next week because you get to see Renee. <laughs> we were like, that's not, that's really? not a, that's not a draw. We're going to go find Renee. Right. I don't care. Okay, I don't yeah, care. That no. doesn't make me want to tune in. <laughs> now they're like, yeah, we got Felicity, so we don't even need him. We're just like going to leave but him. But pretty soon it's like, oh, Felicity's but done. But we're going to lose like, her and then we're <laughs> But fucked, watch the so. show. <laughs> And I'm like, I don't think so, Tim. That's not going to happen. <laughs> no, I'm not going to watch it. I love how, it, like, they know they're so screwed. They do. They just, they're just like, yeah, it ain't good, guys. We know this is a disaster. But, yeah, you know, we're going to But they're it. trying. Like, we're trying. Like, there's a real expectation we'll see some Tommy, right? Okay. If you have not heard, Colin Donnell was let go from Chicago Med. This isn't like, oh, Colin has made enough money and wants to go do other things. No, no. Colin wants his job on a big four network. He is not happy. So I do feel really bad for him that basically it happened again. He thought he was, like, on a show for a while and then. Well, he was on that show well, for I know, while. but I still feel bad. Like, I, Colin needs to be able to leave a television show of his own choosing at some point. Right. <laughs> keep, these writers keep 
you know. So he tweeted out that, you know, it's true. He's, he's, his contract isn't renewed and he's very sad. And so, you know, what I think should happen to cheer him up, I think Arrow should bring him back and give him a job. And I don't really care if he's evil Tommy, Tommy from Earth 357. I don't care. Whatever gives me Tommy, I will take it. I'm annoyed because this is a ploy that would have worked on me. Yep. But now that Felicity is gone, I'm like, nah. Right. Well, there's it's nothing wasted. to entice it's you back. And for me, I'm taking one for the team. Yeah. you're. Well, you're just like, anything that makes this a little bit more palatable, a pill to swallow. This is exactly I'll take right. it. <laughs> for the love of God, give me something here. I need something. Like, I can't do just... Katie and Steven. Katie and Steven. <laughs> like, oh, God, I don't want it. I don't want it. I was saying, though, it was pretty funny because after, you know, for all intents and purposes, they wrote Katie out of the present day storyline in this the same way that they wrote Felicity out of it. Be- because she goes back to Earth, too. Now, I know she should co- she can come back to present day storyline. I know that. But I can't help but feel like. I feel like Steven orchestrated some of this. Like, it's like, it, the reason why Steven agreed to do eight in my brain is, oh, okay, we're going to do another 10 episodes. Um, They're going to pay me a shit ton of money. I'm going to, Katie won't be in the present day storyline. I'm not in the, she'll be in the future storyline, but I'm not in the future storyline probably until like the last two episodes. And then like, that means it's just me, Emily, David for the last 10 I just feel like Steve's like, this is amazing. This is great. I'm totally doing it. And then Emily's like, I'm not going to do the eight or the t- season eight. And Steve's like, beautiful dream just blew up in his face. <laughs> <laughs> None of that is true. But <laughs> it's my head cannon. <laughs> Sometimes you need to project <laughs> and make shit up. So, <laughs> okay. So Diggle and his father. So his father was not heroic. Diggle thought that his stepfather left, left his him behind, behind yeah. and his dad was this big hero and he saved the day and then his stepfather left him behind. Who is General Stewart? So dun, 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 there's your John Stewart Green Lantern nod. It took me way too long to get that. I didn't really catch his name and I catch the you know the stepfather name and so like it was like halfway through the episode i was like oh it's general stewart like oh john stewart <laughs> i'm dumb <laughs> to be right, I'm get to it pick that up. <laughs> um but it's not true basically i don't even know if like diggle's dad was evil he was just freaking incompetent and he got like two like marines killed in the process he was flawed he was a dumbass apparently so <laughs> It's either he was either evil or a dumbass, maybe both. Um, so Diggle's stepfather lied and protected. He told um, John that his dad was a hero, and so right. he let John hate him. And then he turned around, and married his mother. So, like, <laughs> this was so much delicious soap opera. I'm just pissed that we got cheated out of it for the last seven years. Like, this we is good stuff. This. Like, how did this not come up when Diggle was dating Carly? 
Like, like really? There's not like a cross. We that could have been a good like, reason why he broke up with her. Right? Like, like a big belly burger, much. talking it over with Oliver. Well, you know, my dad. You know, my dad's best friend married my stepmom, and like it was like hard for me and stuff. So I think maybe I'm gonna break up with Carly. Feels like a natural flow of thought. <laughs> You know, it just would have made sense at that point in time to bring that up. Arrow and your logicalness is just really irritating sometimes. Oh, I know. Just like, come on. I mean, we got Felicity's backstory in season three, and I was like, this feels late to me. It was late. It was like... (laughs) Like, Arrow is never early on the backstory. Like, I... Sorry, anyone complaining about the lack of focus Felicity gets? No. I've John has gotten the worst of it. It's just the worst. The worst. Hands down. So yeah, it was really great and they made up and Dave, John was like, if I'm a hero, it's because of you, sir. I was like, oh, Call your mother. And then he was like, call your mother, which is the best exit line I think I've ever heard on this show. Like, yes, that's the best. So I need uh, this guy to come back. Mr. Hudson. Yeah, he was great. I really want him to come back. I, like, need him and Donna Smoke to, like, have scenes together. (laughs) Because what a hoot. What a hoot that would be. Again, we could have done that in season four. Why do they cheat me? Because they don't like you. the beautiful things. (laughs) They don't like me. They just... They just want to hurt you. So David gave an interview promoting the episode. I'm not real happy. With and that they asked him Mr. about David. Emily leaving. And his answer was a little salty. <laughs> I just thought, like, it's not even just what Here, irritated me was. It. I'm going to find it and I'll, you can read it. Was it, it seemed to really spit in the face of everything the fans have enjoyed for the last seven years. And he's like, you know what, though? Now we're not penned in by by OTA anymore. We can do new, exciting things. And it's like, listen, buddy. <laughs> we like OTA. You know, oh, what, 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 retweets. what wonderful things. I, your Twitter, I, know I don't think I retweeted it. I replied to it. Oh. Okay. Or I replied to somebody it was posting Penny. It. Penny had it. Yeah. I, I was too disgusted. I was just like, no, David, no. Uh, oh, was it Penny A. Ray or was it Penny C? It was not great. I feel like it was, it was Penny. Um, it's really frustrating me that I can't. It's, it's... <laughs> I can find it if you give me a second. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I see stuff, and I should have liked it, and... Oh, maybe I did. (laughs) Okay, it says, What about the ongoing saga of original Team Arrow losing one of the sides of the triangle? And he says, Yeah, we're losing the T from our OTA. Obviously, we all feel how we feel about it. Emily Betts been fantastic. I remember making a comment years ago of me and Steven brooding in the foundry until Felicity showed up. And that's just part of what Emily brings. But again, what I point to is being able to tell these big, big stories without being limited to anything we had previously, and that includes 
anything that we had previously, and that includes OTA. As wonderful as that is, you can have 10 episodes here where you can say and do whatever you want, canon and not canon. So I think as sad as we are, she will be missed. I think it also gives us an opportunity to go someplace we've never gone before. My answer is, I don't want to go there. <laughs> yeah, so I know You're going to have like, to go without me. I notice some immediate freaking out, like that there's, like they're going to do all this multi-universe, the actors playing different versions of characters and. Entirely possible. I, that it's could possible. be where we get well, John okay. Stewart I'm not Green saying it's Lantern. not possible, but I also think uh, people like take interview quotes and flip the fuck out. You know what I mean? Like, let's just settle down. I don't think that the whole season eight is going to be Oliver and Laurel together on another universe. That That's not going to be the entirety of season eight. I don't even think they're going to do it. Um, I was more irritated at right. just kind of the flippancy of Everyone how integral out about non-canon Felicity and I'm like, is right. so, to the show. And he was just right. like, oh, but now that we don't have her, we can do whatever we well, want and have so, all kinds of fun. And I'm like, no, 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 no. My, <laughs> my personal feeling is I think David's mad. I, I have thought David's mad for a while because when Emily announced she was leaving, he was silent. There was not a peep from him for many, many, many days. And when he finally did tweet a goodbye, it was very short. It was like, we are the lucky ones. And like, that was it. So, um, so this is the first time he's really addressed it publicly. And I thought it was a little, um, it was a little cranky. Which only makes me dislike what he said even more. Like, so, that just lowers my opinion of him. Which it I, doesn't it's lower, David. I don't no, like to don't, have my opinion lowered. I, it doesn't and lower so I'm my annoyed opinion. Of him. And, I don't think that that's necessarily fair. I think he, you know, he, he, because I think there's a lot of fans who are, who, you know, were upset. You know, it's only another 10 episodes, and I think you know, maybe he thinks she should have done it. And I don't, I don't think it, you know, I think it's okay to be upset about her decision. It's totally okay to not be upset about her decision, you know? Um, yeah. I just think But at the same maybe... token, it's okay to be upset about what he said no, about know, her but leaving. I, I, well, and... I, I just was like, oh, the Lorian opinion thing. I just was like, you know, he's been, he's, he's been It did, really though. It good. did. No, Guy. but it did so, for me. For me, I'm defending for him me. a little. I'm going to defend. Him I know you are. You're defending but Emily I... against David because I'm like, oh, you know. <laughs> well, it's not even defending. Her. It's not even defending Emily. Like Emily can take care of herself. Mm -hmm. I'm defending what I, as a fan, treasure. And he says, oh, but now we get to do something yeah, more I fun mean, that, than what that we've done. Feels, That's he's what I don't been like. The big proponent of OTA. And is always like very enthusiastic, and that that's the core of the show. To me, that him saying, "Okay, we can do other things now," I think that is just that's to me what betrays that he's upset and probably not um, in the great frame of mind. And I also think he's trying to sell the show without Emily being right. there. You he know wants I mean? people to tune in and right. watch. He, and they he still knows have ten more episodes to go, and he knows that they're losing. You know, he he did say we're losing the core member of the team the one who, who's the glue you know um so I, I I don't think that there was any lack of recognition about how important she is it was just 
you know, he's like, oh, you know, we're going to still do fun stuff and it's not the he's, end of the world. He's trying to put the lipstick on the pig and make it look real attractive. And it's just like, uh, no, it's still a pig. I'm not watching it, uh, you know. I don't love that visual, but um, <laughs> there Sorry. are people who don't, again, you know, there are people who are going to tune in. And it's not like, yeah, it's this nuclear. But I feel like everybody. I feel like most people have decided like which which way they're going at this point. Well, I, people who yeah, are going to tune not, in, are he hasn't tune been in. given the. I mean, he really hasn't. Um, again, this was his first real. You know, he was doing promotion for the episode, and honestly, he. Uh, I mean, Stephen addressed it in a fairly detailed goodbye, and like I said, David's was short. So you know, again, this is what's going to come up. This is what I said is going to happen with the final season and when everybody's like, oh, is Emily going to come back? This is her. She is going to be the topic and a question in every single interview and every single thing they do for promotion until the show ends. And it's Mm -hmm. always going to be, how do you feel about Emily leaving and when is Emily coming back? Right. So just get ready, guys. This is just the start of it. And my opinion is David seems a little, uh, maybe a lot, upset. That she's not I part did of not 10, actually pick up the upset. Eight. Yeah, I thing. just thought it was I a didn't. little. He's normally so good. Um, he's really good at this, the promotion part of it. And I just kind of was like, you know, for him to say, oh, this kind of gives us an opportunity. What really kind of set me off, I was like, we feel how we feel about it. I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> it wasn't like oh you know and you know his he was a little halting in his you know I've said in the pe- I just it was it was not his typical yeah. uh, flowery I didn't, I didn't, kind I didn't of quite like get that vibe was just like no and you know this could be me projecting too because I was a little crabby that um I just thought it was weird that he was so quiet when it happened He's often quiet, though. Yeah, that's true. He's not into the social media as no, much. He, well, and when he comes the, along, he posts little short things. So him posting a little short thing. But me, it doesn't. Was, I, I mean, like, where I disagree with you is it doesn't lower my opinion of him. Even if he is upset and, you know, he was. No, it's, this, it's it not. Lower I don't think he's upset. I just don't like how he kind of dismissed OTA. That's what lowers my opinion. Yeah, I I'm don't like, necessarily no. think he di- dismissed it. I think he was. I think he's trying to keep people enticed and you know it's kind of like again you know losing emily is is almost worse than losing steven <laughs> it think. is worse much so worse. it's like that's how much of a problem this is so they really problem. are kind of up against it in terms of promotion and um you know to me what David said is really not any different than what I've heard the showrunners say. And yeah, it's that's that why I don't think he's there's, upset. There's I think other, he's just trying to well, sell the That's why it eight. doesn't lower my opinion of him because of what he said, because we've heard that the show is more than just OTA. OTA is the core of the show, but there's, there's more to the show than just Oliver Felicity and Diggle. I've heard that for the last freaking seven years and essentially that's the main disconnect between the writers and the fans the fans just want it to be about ota and the writers want it to be about more than ota and you're never gonna find agreement there no and so he's essentially saying yeah we lost a core piece but there's more 
to the show than just that. And it could, in a strange way, give us an opportunity to explore other yeah. stuff. And listen, which sounds get, very PR. Get, it is very PR. Very, here's the thing. You know, what's going to really upset fans is when Steven starts doing it, too. And you know he is. Well, yeah, because, you know, it's no different than season five where, um, you know, yeah. he had to sell Susan. And look how mad he got. And so got. mad at him. And listen, I have, you know, I have my issues with Steven. <laughs> so. There's going to be a lot of but I fans didn't, feeling that betrayal. That didn't drive me nuts when he said that stuff. It doesn't drive me nuts when David says it just because I'm just kind of like, this is the prepared canned. They have to sell the current storyline. That's just, yeah. that's part it's, of the it's job. Just, it's they're selling it's, the next thing. And you know, they've got to have their like, full weighted, you know, I, if, if an actor ever comes out on a current storyline that they're promoting and says, well, this sucks. This is bullshit. Yeah. And Wouldn't you, just you shouldn't watch. Shock? I will fall off my chair. You know, you got to kind of look at them like they're a little bit like a used car, car salesman when they're promoting episodes. It's just kind of like. They're the pretty face. That's yeah, they're the, the mouthpiece. They're for out the, there selling. Yeah. So, you know, David's out there selling and he can't sell OTA because Emily's not part of it. Whether or not he's upset about that or he's fine with it or whatever, supportive, not supportive of Emily. The truth is he's got to sell a uh, season eight that doesn't include Emily. So his answer is it's like. Oh, what, what can we do without OTA? He's just like, well, you know, tune in, find out. We might find some cool stuff that way, which, you know, that's no different than uh, Steven saying, hey, you know, Susan, Oliver and Susan, you know, ain't so bad. It's like, eh, <laughs> yeah, but, but it is it? But is it? Um, so, yeah, I think I think what's really going to drive people nuts is when Steven starts doing it. And there's going to be a lot of people who are going to feel betrayed and. Yeah, I Steven totally agree with that. I just don't and feel Emily like and... people should put that much stock in the oh, actors. Oh, they probably, they absolutely probably shouldn't. It's but like, hey, I guys, know it's going to happen. Like, my thing like is, as clear as I can see it happening Let's just happening say from my face. David and Steven really believe this. Let's just say it's not even PR. Let's just say, you know, David really thinks, you know, the show doesn't have to, the show can survive without Emily and... OTA is not the center and we're going to do some cool stuff. Let's think Steven thinks the same thing. He's like, yeah, it sucks. We lost Emily, but you know, also the show will go on and it's totally fine. My thing is I'm very comfortable with disagreement and I I don't need the actors to agree with me to like what I like. Well, and here's, and here's the bottom line. The ultimately the fans have the power in this situation. If you don't like what they're saying. If you don't like the idea of a season eight without Emily, if you if this isn't something that is your cup of tea, this is where you have the power to say, no, not going to do it. Turn it off, log off Twitter and be done. You know, that's a lot of people are choosing to do that because no, that's not our cup of tea. They can go on and tell whatever cockamamie stories they want to tell and it doesn't have to matter you know you can you can just look away well it's real easy to just look away my curiosity about this i was like i wonder how they determine what episodes they're gonna have the actors out promoting i think whenever it's a central diggle episode they always have david out there because david's so good at this he's really good at engaging with fans and talking in interviews in fact he almost 
it always inevitably gives away the store because he's just so accessible and wants to share. Um, but like I noticed last week, I didn't really notice. I didn't see Juliana or Katie or Emily um, out there doing interviews. No, they weren't. Were so I was they? like, you know, that's interesting. I just, I, I wonder what, why they determine how that gets determined. I, so I just, I, it's kind of, so From my point I to this is. From what I understand, a lot of it is they ask the actor if, if they'll they want do to do it. it. Okay. And I think a lot of times Emily particularly doesn't want to do it. So she doesn't. Well, and that's fine with me. I'm, that's one area that I'm like, I don't think Emily's great at it. So I'm fine that she doesn't. I, everybody's dying for her to give interviews. And I totally get that. Like the more Emily, the better, but I've never been, uh, uh, particularly blown away by her interviewing style. And that's just a personal thing with me. So, um, but the reason why I brought this up is, uh, I, I'm just thinking, I wonder how much promotion they're going to actually have the actors do in season eight. I don't you know. know. It's a good question. It's like, yeah, like how hard are they going to be out there selling this thing? Because if, if, if they're going to be out there hard, then yeah, I think, you know, for sure we're going to have Steven out there being like, we can survive without Emily. Cause they well, I wasn't even to. necessarily thinking about in season eight itself. I was thinking about like over the summer. There's mm. always some Well, yeah, that's all part of the pre-promotional. The uh, right. But then, you know, like, it could go out with a whipper. Be... You know, there was very little, uh, there's been very little hub, um, hoopla around some of the shows as they go into their final season. Um, yeah. Particularly if they don't go to SDCC. Like, yeah, that's a real huh? question. It seems like Steve wants to go to SDCC, but he doesn't know if they're going to get to go. So, which feels odd to me because the whole point of doing season eight, I think a lot, well, not the whole point, but a large piece of it was this um, crisis on, um, on earth crossover. So it would seem weird that they wouldn't have all the shows and like one bag, big hoopla app at SDCC promoting that. That kind of seems like the place well, for that to happen. My, my opinion is once Emily was leaving and I knew she wouldn't be at SDCC, my interest in whether or not Arrow went to SDCC plummeted. Like, I don't care. No, I know. I know you don't care about anything yeah. <laughs> with Arrow that doesn't have Emily in it. I'm just, this is more just me pondering yeah. how the, the scenario and how that. But I don't uh, really necessarily fit. think they need to. Like, they can have like some sort of a. They can have, like, people from The Flash there and Supergirl there to drum up intrigue about the crossover. They don't necessarily need to have true, Arrow there to true. do it. True, true. So. To me, it just feels odd that they wouldn't have all the, like, the whole, like, okay, Arrow's sticking around so you can have one final show thing with all of the shows. So it would feel weird to me that they are not. I could understand, like, them sending, like, a shortened group. Like, maybe they just send Steven and David, and they don't send Rick and Juliana. That could happen. Um, but it just, I don't know. A lot of it's confusing to me, too, because it's like I was expecting an announcement for the final season to come at SDCC. Yeah. So I was, I was surprised it came it so early. I was expecting it sooner. I feel like we've always known right around at least finale time whether a show was going to be doing the last season. I want to say it was always up front, but I could be wrong. Yeah. No. I just feel like There's... whenever shows are getting renewed, that that's when you find out 
final season mm, stuff. That has not been the case. Every time. I guess I, not. It's just I've it, noticed it for certain ones. Like, where that, that is true, but there's, I know, I remember lots yeah. where that's not true. So, like, and I'm just thinking, like, like, I don't pay that close attention, but I know that they did that sort of thing for, like, Jane the Virgin and Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that that was how it was done. So that's kind of where my mind was at. And so I was like, when they announced it, that was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There are shows that they've announced later and shows they've announced sooner. Um, I just, it's, I think it all, I think it just depends it probably just depends on the show itself right. they, when they want to do but the announcement. SDCC tends to be a lot of hoopla, so I was just kind of anticipating. But there was a lot about season eight that I wasn't anticipating, like the short episode order and the fact that Emily <laughs> is not a part of it. So I'm like, eh. So yeah. we can announce it with less hoopla. <laughs> it's fine. Season eight. Just like I was expecting tanked. season eight to be a full season and the cast intact. Well, that ain't happening, kids. So we don't need to buy plane tickets to go to California and have them announce it on the stage. So my interest level, I'm like, eh. but it'll it'll just be. I'm just very curious. This is just an area of curiosity. This is an area of interest to me. I pay attention when shows. Um, go off the air even if I'm not watching it's just I find it interesting so the whole promotional aspect of it this is really the first taste of it that we've gotten David giving these interviews um, since Emily announced her exit and it was not uh, <laughs> I don't know wasn't great so <laughs> it's like they need to work on it a little bit I think maybe like don't Either like cheer up a little bit more, or don't say it's totally cool that you know we what's don't my have OTA. my big. Callie had a problem with the OT, it's fine. We'll survive without OTA, and I had a problem more with the. He sounded cranky. <laughs> you know what my um my big concern at this point in the game, like if I have any concern left at all, my only concern is how are they explaining Felicity's lack of presence in the future. Uh, is is it weird that I'm not concerned about that? I'm just I not, am concerned, I'm not concerned because about that. well, it's not like concerned. Like okay, yeah, there's you need two, to explain what definitions. your concern is because the minute you say you're <laughs> no, no, worried about I, something, it sends people off. It's the ledge. it's okay. Here's my thing. There's there's two definitions for concern here. Concern can mean worry, and upset, and negative feelings, and concern could be a question. And in this case, it's a question. This is my one question. Where is Felicity in the future? Yeah. Question is better than worry. Um, cause, uh, yeah, I think that's a, that's a, a good question. I feel pretty confident it's going to be an exit strategy similar to the present day that very much focuses on Oliver. I wouldn't be surprised if she sticks around, they finish whatever they're finishing, stop whatever, you know, little mini big bad situation. Um, and at some point, we she gets wind that there's about something about Oliver. Either 
and she goes out to look for him. I just feel like it's going to be... I think they're going to wrap both storylines up around Oliver. In a sense. She's out in hiding. Having the kiddo. And then maybe she goes out and looks for him. I don't know. Yeah. But they can't. Because, like, I mean, really, really what else real can they question. do? I mean, what else can they do? I mean... Well, I just know some are concerned that that's she'll be killed in the future. We know she's not killed in the present, but in the future, it's like, uh, we don't know why she won't be there in season eight. Like, why she's been introduced in the future. Why wouldn't she be in the future in season I eight? I think there's, you know? there's, there's ways Arrow can exit her in the um, flash, in the flash forwards, um, in the future storyline, and... I'm not even remotely worried about, not even a little, about them killing her. It's just not, maybe that's weird, but I'm not worried about it. It's just my truth. <laughs> um, I think they'll probably come up with a way that somehow circles around Oliver. She'll go out to look for him. She'll have to leave the city for some reason kind of feels a little bit Caroline Forbes on Legacies. They don't want, you know, they haven't been able to get the actress to come back, so she's out looking for something for that can save her girls. It's like taking it a really long time. <laughs> so <laughs> they probably can't get the actress to come back to the show. So you know, she'll have to go out to look for a, muse a mystical who's a what's it thingamajig <laughs> I can save the day bridge universes she has to hack a supercomputer in Cuernavaca or something <laughs> this is why I don't write the show I'm not good at this <laughs> I'm better on the emotional arcs I'm bad with like actual structured plot of what thing can happen <laughs> yeah did you see where Beth was kind of reassuring people about how the season's going to end? I did not. I mentioned it to you yesterday. I was, Mondays are bad. I am at You the asked office. me, what happened today? And I was like, well, there was a TV line thing. And you're yeah, like. Yeah, but I was oh. still at work so I couldn't go like click on okay. it. Okay. <laughs> there was, TV line did their May sweeps preview and finale spoilers. Okay. And they said, pre-finale, viewers can count on the larger reason for the flash-forwards to crystallize and in turn make the world they propose seem less bleak. A lot of times when I hear snippets about that and other concerns, I want to be like, keep watching the show, showrunner Beth Schwartz told TV Line at WG Festival 2019. Everything that we've constructed is for a reason, and that will become clear the more you watch, and as the season comes to an end, there's a lot more to see. And regarding the season finale specifically, cast member Juliana Harkavay told TV Line that the series' penultimate closer, a.k.a. Emily Bett Ricard's final episode, is very exciting and really emotional. While Schwartz said almost everyone who read it was in tears. The EP also described the finale as insane and huge in terms of action, in terms of characters that might be coming back, and in terms of the ending. In fact, it is two finales in one. The flash-forward characters have their own finale, which will be pretty large, all adding up to an episode that is extremely unique, and it definitely propels you into season eight. I mean, 
I feel like that's really great advice from from Beth. I I think the problem with this spoiler hunting, and this has been a problem, this is a part of the problem with it, and it's been a problem since spoilers are around and people, and even like the theory thing, uh, we can jump to conclusions very quickly. You know what I mean? Just because we can't figure out what they're going to do doesn't mean that it's going to be something horrific that we'll hate. Oh, everybody always jumps to the worst case. Exactly. Scenario. It's like, oh, well then, you know, I can't think of how they're going to exit Felicity in the in the future, so therefore they're going to kill her. Yeah. Well, and that seems that's not like that's like, limiting <laughs> from a writer's the, perspective. So, well, and it's not the only possibility. So why is that suddenly the most likely? Is exactly. it just cuz that's what Be- because scares people you are the most? Ter- exactly. They're scared to death that they're going to kill Felicity. And here's my thing with that. They wouldn't be doing this 20-year separation if their yeah. plan is to kill her. It doesn't right. make exactly. any sense. So people continually worrying about the future, that they're going to just go ahead and kill her anyways, after Need they've done stop. Oliver and Felicity <laughs> separate for 20 years. Like, I understand we say Arrow is a dark show, but I say it's a dark show, like, it's like the Sesame Street of dark, okay? Like, it's not... It's not, we're not in some dystopia. This isn't Handmaid's Tale, okay? <laughs> like, that's a dark show. But yeah. in this show, no. Well, what we can do about, you know, there questioning is... Felicity in the future is remove death from, from your list of options. And instead, have your concern, your question, be, okay, but then what... What do they do with her? Where right. is she? Where does she go? That's the more interesting story here. Not, oh my God, they're going to kill right. her. And I like, think put that out of your I mind and focus Beth. on the right. other possibilities. I agree you know? with Beth that a lot of the things fandom worries about uh, tend to not come to fruition. Yeah. Um, as long as you watch the show in its entirety. You know, people were flipping out about Oliver and Felicity ever getting back together. No, they're, you know, Elicity's dead. No, just had to keep watching through the end of season five. You know, a lot of, uh, just to me, a lot of the things that fans worry about are not actual concerns um, once you see the show and the season in entirety it, th- that's why I always say I'm not judging the season until I see all of it because yeah. it's like stopping in the middle of a chapter if you're like you know you can judge an episode and be like this right episode that dragged, episode, but like this, this is the storyline right. sense yeah like that's not no I need to see the whole book um and right. every every season is essentially its own book so I I really, really, really agree with Beth on that particular point that we just like settle down, take a deep breath and just well, watch to the end of the season and, and then I make your determination of what I you I feel think. there's a lot of reassurance to be taken from what she says here because she's basically saying a lot of people are worried that this thing is going to end right. in death and misery and you just, you're wrong. Right. You need to keep watching right. and see what we do because right. that's not what's going to happen. So, I mean, the whole the whole um, exit for Felicity in the present day is very uh, hopeful. It, you know, they're keeping her in hiding to have their child, and she's going to raise their child. And um, 
I don't know. I find a lot of, you know, Oliver's going to go off and do what he wants to do. But the, the, the essential, the essential point is the reunification of the family, that that's the end goal. Right. And they're not, the key that people miss in hero stories is they think it's, uh, it's constant misery that the hero is never rewarded. And I understand that Oliver has gone through a lot of pain and misery, but he's also he's been rewarded for it a yeah. lot. You know, um, he's gotten to live his happiness with Felicity. They've, they've, raised they're they're not raising they're having children together you know he's found purpose he's found peace um he's found forgiveness there's a lot of good in oliver's life so as they're throwing this big heaping pile of misery at him and people think at the very end of the story and people think that there's not going to be a happiness payoff to that they're really missing the the concept of a hero story as a whole and they're really not paying they're not seeing what Arrow has done with Oliver throughout. And they're not changing that in the last 10 episodes. Well, here's what I, I think people, people are doing, you know, we're getting so very close to the end. Like we can mm -hmm. see the finish line mm -hmm. on the horizon. We're so close and people are upset that Oliver doesn't have his happy ending now. Right. Where's his happy ending? We want the happy ending. Now you don't get the happy show's ending over, until guys. you cross that finish show's line. Not over. He's not getting the happy ending until the show is over. There's still 10 episodes to go. And a lot that's of like people, asking for Harry to have a happy ending, um, and you still have five. an entire book to go in the Harry Potter series. <laughs> Sorry, my life is a lot about Harry Potter right now because my daughter is reading it and she's getting really ticked at me because I'm not keeping up and she's like two books ahead of me, and she can't watch yeah. the movies until I, you know, read the books. So she's getting really. Harry wasn't gonna get to move in with his godfather and live a happy life. In book three. Right. Because <laughs> there's all these other books left to go. Right. Oliver and Felicity didn't get to leave Star City for Ivy Town at the end of season three and have that be their happily they ever came after. Back. Because they there was the <laughs> four to five more seasons right. left to go. You know, it wasn't done yet. Everyone's and panicking because Emily's leaving that if we, do, if we don't get the happy ending at the end of season seven, it's never coming. Yeah. No. Not true. <laughs> in fact, they've come. done... They've written Emily's exit in a way that, quite frankly, virtually, like, to me, guarantees and protects the happy ending. Like, it's like they're, they've frozen Alyssa in stasis. Well, and also <laughs> consider this. Like, the, the happy ending, everybody is very focused on the present day. How do things end up in the present day? The present day is just so bad. How, how could we have, they have fought for, for, seven years for everything to go this bad on them after seven years they should be heroes they should be respected they should get to live their lives yes they probably should but they're not and when the where show's you have over, to they focus get to do that. <laughs> where you need to focus your hopes for a happy ending is in the future not in the present yeah, day the present day let it go Present it's day it's, is not it's going the down end in game. flames the, flesh, the future is that's the end game yeah. So you got to re-focus uh, right. your attentions. And again, yeah. I don't... Put your hope in the I got to be honest, most season finales of Arrow, because again, we're, it's not the series finale. It's a season finale. And most season finale. finale <laughs> no, it's not. There's still another 10 episodes to go, whether or not you're going to watch them or not. It's the season finale. And most season finales for Arrow are fairly disastrous. Because yep. it launches the next season. So yep. 
They're going to launch season eight. Great. It's fine, guys. It's good. We we got this. It's not a... Pr- I, I mean, I'm just, like, not... I'm not worried about it. I They have... They are just... They've, they've basically wrapped a great big bear hug over around Elicity and Endgame and protecting Oliver's happy ending. Um, the fact that I can't... Uh, I mean, I can come up with reasons why Felicity leaves town... I, are those oh, yeah. reasons accurate? Probably not. I don't Probably know. Not. Whatever. But I, they're going to. There's co- a million if, different if, if possibilities. I can cook here. up a couple possibilities. I'm pretty sure Bess Schwartz can too. None of them involve death. <laughs> None of them involve death. And would make let's start seeing the theories. Sense. Yeah, let's start seeing the theories on Tumblr and Twitter be about like what does Felicity do? I think people in the think that as long as they talk about the worst case finale um, option, it's like they're preparing themselves in some way. But honestly, I think it's like, you can start chasing your tail. Like you get yourself worked up and get yourself into like this freak out without actually looking at the show and saying, this is what the show is telling us. Like, for example, when Oliver and Felicity didn't get married, was I flipping out about Oliver and Felicity? No. Okay. When Oliver and Felicity broke up, was I flipping out and saying, Alyssa's over. They're never getting back together. No. Did, that, did those things happen in the time frame I predicted? No. Was I stressed about that? No. Okay, didn't happen this episode. Happened in another episode. Oh, didn't happen right. this season. It's going to happen the next season. Somebody once told me, and I've always found this to be very good advice, that worrying about tomorrow robs today of its joy. Yeah, there's that too. I just, I think... Um, and you really, like... You can sit here and worry about how Arrow is going to end up, worry about what's going to happen to Felicity, worry about Elicity getting their happy ending, or you can just say, you know what, I'm not going to worry about that because it's not a cohesive problem at this point. And there's no, there's, why rob today of whatever joy you can? Because you're worrying about something that could possibly happen in season two eight even though we keep telling you it's not gonna happen <laughs> like it's just well and i think people obviously they come in with their own television viewing experience and this happened on this show and this happened on the show which you know i've done that too um but my essential maybe my disconnect um between me and the worriers is that i tr- i trust the writers any particularly yeah. with Fel- oliver and felicity i Anything that they have broken with Oliver and Felicity, they've already always put back together. Yeah, and what's so beautiful about true. this storyline is Oliver and Felicity aren't broken. It's outside factors keeping them separated. And that's my favorite kind of angst. Right. I always prefer the external to the internal. It's the great, it you know, uh, Prince Philip fighting through the thorns to get to the princess in the tower. You know, it's like... Oliver has all of these adversities that he has to go through to get back to Felicity. It's it's like it's very uh, romantic and uh, epic and, you know, just kind of that classic uh, romance tale. And I'm good with that. I'm totally fine. I have no doubt that Oliver's going to find his right. way back to Felicity, but it's just they, not going to happen in season seven. And if you're not watching season seven, and that's it's not going to happen fine. in the present day. That's fine. You don't have to watch season seven, but you you can't be walking around expecting to get the ending in season seven because you're not watching eight. No, no sorry, that's not how that works. They're gonna do eight, <laughs> and then they'll then they film the the series finale, and then you should probably tune into that 
to see the happy ending because that's when it's going to happen in 810. And it's going to take place in the future. And it'll be in the future. Right. They've exited Felicity out of the present day storyline for a reason. Because they're not going to get the happiness and everything goes to shit. And we're doing the 20 years. Like, I think that's a lot of it, too. I think there's some people who just aren't ready yet to say goodbye to the 20 years. They keep thinking that the 20-year thing is going to get fixed. It ain't getting fixed, guys. It's game yeah. over in that area. I'm sorry. Game is Bear so Bear of bad news. Okay, let's downshift for a second okay. and talk about Mr. Bartholomew oh, J. Allen. Who wants to do some Barry Dragon? Apparently, there's a sneak peek. <laughs> there's a sneak peek released for this episode Ooh. from tonight, and I'm seeing tweets about it all over my timeline. What about asking how I feel? I didn't think I had to. Of course you didn't, Barry. You're the only one. You see only one way through a problem, and damn what I think. Oh my gosh! Oh. Really? Yeah. Iris yes. is dragging Barry. Okay, yes. I gotta watch this. <laughs> Because, listen. Okay, hang on. I got to watch. She's watching, and I'm going to sit here and tell you guys, we've been new about Mr. Allen, okay? We've been new that Barry has a self-righteousness problem, and he thinks what he wants and what his opinion and what his decision is is... Oh, come on, you piece of shit computer. That's that's the the end-all, be-all, and to heck with what anybody else thinks... Even his wife, even the mother of the child that he has done, like, I don't know if you guys, like, I don't even watch The Flash anymore, but I, you can't go on Twitter without knowing exactly what's been happening on that show. He took his daughter back to the future and basically just turned his back on her and told her, don't ever come back to the, you know, 2019 again. I don't want to see you again. Like... That's a terrible thing to tell your kid. Regardless of if he's right, the way he handled it was so cold. She's dragging him for Flashpoint. This is the shit! (laughs) So what is she saying? Oh my god. I'm going to have to watch this episode. This might be my Christmas. Um... Basically, she's like, Barry's like, I couldn't trust her. I I had to take her back. I had no choice. And she's like, I... What about me? She's not just your kid. Oof. And why didn't you ask me what how I feel? And he's like, I didn't think I had to. And she's That's like, a terrible thing oh, to no! say to your like, wife. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Like, oh and my Iris god. <laughs> shit, it's amazing. Okay, listen, listen. Iris dragged Oliver in this year's crossover because, you know, he went, Oliver went to prison and left Felicity. This is a terrible thing. And he's lied to her in the past and all this stuff. But he didn't no, lie gotta, like this. I gotta, I gotta finish what she says this. to him, though. Because it's really good. She says, um, of course you didn't. Because you never think about how I feel. And she was like, we have been through so much together and so much therapy. Remember the gold standard? We've been through yeah. so much therapy. And you are still making decisions based on your emotions. And Barry's, and Barry's like, Oof. yeah. He's like, what the hell does that mean? She's like, flashpoint? And I'm like, yes, bitch! Woo! Oh, my God! This is Go like, I'm Iris. watching this episode tonight. It's getting DVR'd. It's happening. I'm there parking if, in the seat. If what I'm hearing that this tension between Barry and Iris goes on for several episodes. Fan. 
fantastic. It's about goddamn Can time. I just, this is like, this feels like 214 to me. Like, I was screaming with joy when Oliver and Laurel just, like, ripped each other's the shreds in that hallway. I was like, finally, a scene between these two that feels honest. This whole bullshit of, we have to forgive Barry for everything he does because he's Barry is so much bullshit. And they make Iris the totem bearer of that. And I'm like, no! She is allowed to get mad at him. And, like, they stick her in a therapy session with this guy because, I don't know, he rewrote an entire timeline because he was mad about his dad dying, which, yeah, I get that, but also he had God talk to him (laughs) and say, by the way, I gave you superpowers, but that doesn't mean you're God and therefore people are going to die and that you love and you've got to deal with that. Oof. And he's like, nope, hard pass, God. I'm, I am a God, and I'm going to change Flashpoint, kill baby Sarah, and, or, you know, have uh, uh, Cisco's brother be dead. But And then everybody was like, literally everyone was like, you know, Cisco's mad. And they had Iris say, well, yeah, but we have to forgive him, basically, because he's Barry. I'm like, what? 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 No. What? We don't. No. <laughs> this was my this was my breaking point with the Flash. So the fact that she's reaming him out about the essential same problem that we've had with Barry Allen since season one it, that we've been that saying we've been for saying Iris time. is speaking my words. This is amazing, and they have like they have just 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 sandbagged her with this bullshit of you can't ever get upset with Barry. I'm like, no, he's a pain in the ass. I don't know how she's married to him. Here's my thing. All this time, you know, we've, we've had this ridiculous tension between the Elicity shippers and the West Island shippers and the West Island shippers are like, yeah, but you guys, you've had all these problems and the fighting and Oliver's lied there and all this stuff. Our, couple is perfect we don't have those kinds of problems yeah honeys you do but the problem is is it's even worse right than anything that happened with our couple because they buried it right you know what happens when you bury these problems they don't go away honey they they fester and they become radioactive and toxic and eventually they barf all over everything and there are 50 times greater problem than they would have been if they had dealt with them in the moment, which is what Elicity does. They deal with their problems in the moment, get it out, get it over with, move on. That is called a healthy relationship. Did you explain what's going on with Nora? I didn't. Okay. I just said that he took her back to the future. People probably don't watch The Flash if they're. (laughs) So. I'm like, I don't watch The Flash. So I'm like, he took her back to the future. And here's the other thing. Like, there's all this competition. Um. Cal and I were talking about this. There's like, there's this constant competition. It's like, okay, Oliver and Felicity have a daughter and they are doing a future storyline with her. And uh, Barry and and Iris have a daughter and she's come from the future. So, you know, it's like um, Flash fans are saying to Arrow fans, you guys copy us all the time. Arrow fans are saying to Flash fans that you guys copy us all the time. And blah, blah, blah. Okay. Here's the, the truth when it comes to Elysia and West Allen. The guy who runs the ship here is, um, Berlanti and he's the Shonda Rhimes of the CW and he has 
two major ships on uh, two shows, which is West Island and Elicity. And everyone expects Greg Berlanti to pick a favorite. And it's never going never gonna happen. to happen. He's nope. doing all of this. Oh, Oliver and Felicity have a wedding that gets ruined. And Barry and Iris have a wedding that gets ruined. And they get married in a joint ceremony. And now they both have daughters from the future. He's doing this on purpose. Everything is samesies for a reason. Because everyone's getting equal attention. It's like... If he lets Oliver and Felicity have a kid and Barry and Iris doesn't, don't have a kid, well, that means that he likes Alyssa better. You know, he's trying not to alienate right. um, his two major fan bases. And people keep asking him to alienate one side. And it's he likes money. He's not going to do it. So this constant uh, Barry and Iris and Oliver and Felicity have similar storylines. Um, particularly in the major life events department. Yeah. That's on purpose. That's never going to change. Yeah. So um, it doesn't bother me that they both have daughters and they're both having this future storyline. I want to see Barry and Iris' kid. That's fun. Uh, sure. Throw it at me. Um, so yeah. she has, because no uh, she's a speedster, so she's co- come to present day storyline to like get to know her father and all that kind of stuff. But the big thing is, uh, she had been working with um, Thawne. He was her uh, teacher um, in the future, which is how she learned about her speed and all of her training. And she continued to work with him after she found out that he murdered her grandmother, the woman that Nora is named after. And eventually this all comes out in the present day storyline and Barry finds why out. Why was she still? Why did she still work with him after? See, that's the details I don't know. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> like, where I'm not watching. I feel like that's show. probably fairly probably crucial, but <laughs> and crucial information. Um, yeah, yeah I, a little bit. <laughs> I'm. I feel like maybe I heard somewhere, and feel free to correct me, Flash fans, that essentially it was like she. He was the only one who could teach her about her speed, and if she wanted to, like. Like, there's some reason, like, she needed to see Barry and she didn't know how to do it without Thawne or... I don't remember. Anyways. Is is the only reason that she needed to see Barry because he disappeared and wasn't in her life? Uh, that could be it. Because, listen, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say here right now, like father, like daughter much, he was told not to go back right. in time and alter shit, and he did right. because he didn't... He wanted to see his mama. Uh, preach it, sister. And so that detail, I don't know. So Barry... I feel like that's very accurate to that particular family. Like. And it's a great scene because she's like... First of all, they've done a stellar job with casting Barry and Iris' daughter. This little actress is amazing. She freaking looks like their kid, just like Mia looks like all um, Emily and Steven's um, cat does. So, I mean, I'm like, I love it. Um, any Anything of the Flash that I am keeping up with, it's all Nora-related. I'm just watching Nora scenes. Um, so, yeah, Barry gets super pissed. And he... It's a very emotional reaction because... He just Do I dare grabs her out? and he puts her in a prison. And then at some point he he uh, he speeds her to the future and he tells her, um, do not ever come back to the present day. If you 
use the speed force, I will know. Essentially, it's a threat. And she's like, Dad, I love you. And he just leaves. He doesn't it's like, say it it's, back. He doesn't say it back. And what I can't nice remember guy. if she says I love you. I got to read back and watch the scene. But it's a very <sighs> cold. Essentially, this is the last time Nora will ever see her father because he disappears. And uh, oh, there's God. no I love you. There's no forgive this. There's stay the fuck out of the present day. I don't trust you. It's very cold. And I was like, wow. Whoa. Wow. So all kinds of issues with Barry's decisions. 99% of my issues with that is because he's a big old hypocrite. Well, like I say, he was told to keep out of the past because, you know, of the danger it presents. And he went and did it anyway because, no, I want to see my mom. Right. And it fucked shit up. And he did it because he wanted to see. So what I'm getting is that Nora did this because she wanted to see her dad. Right. It did the same goddamn thing, basically. I mean, maybe without the flash pointiness, but still. She did the same thing. And now he's like Mr. Self-Righteousness. Like Barry did. (laughs) But I'm like, and where does he get off then, like, with the Mr. Judgy McJudgy pants? Well, again, this is the major frustration. It's like, okay, he's like, she lied to us for months. Newsflash, Barry, you lied to Iris for years about your identity. Um, (laughs) Like, that's all you do is lie. Like, there's, you know, you've messed with the timeline, um, you know, to serve your own purposes. Uh, He's worked with Thawne. Yeah. He's worked he with Thon go. He let Thon go. He let Thon go. The only reason why <laughs> Thon, his daughter, was able to work with Thon in the future is because this pansy did not put him in a jail. Like during the was it was it a, crisis, a crisis on, Earth, on Earth, X. Earth X? Like, yeah. like Barry's like, well, I could either kill him or let him go, and he lets him go. I'm like, like, oh, there there's a no third, third option, option. dipshit. <laughs> it's called prison. You have a whole metahuman prison. Stick him in there. Well, and Thawne even told him, like, okay, well, I'll see you again right. soon. You it's know, like, like all nefarious. And I'm like, could we arrest somebody? It was like during the, and it was the whole point of it was to like, Barry, holier than thou Cub Scout isn't a killer. And oh, here's Oliver Queen, who's such a crap human murdering people. Well, he murdered his own doppelganger. Right. It was like he murdered Please. his own doppelganger, sent him to hell. I'm like, oh my God. I stand one superhero. And you know, here's the thing. This is what I said to as Kelly and I are furiously texting back and forth about this. I was like, this is the thing um, that I adore about Oliver um, is that nobody is more aware of their mistakes than Oliver is. And that makes him incredibly compassionate. And he is um, someone who forgives readily. Yeah. Um, And he gives forgiveness fairly easily. And he really um, doesn't stand on his high horse and judge people. He, I mean, even with Emiko right now, I mean, she's tried to kill him. And he's like, you know, girl's fam. I'm going (laughs) to work it out. (laughs) You know, um... Okay. Uh, he's really, um, 
And I would say he's even more compassionate now after doing a stint in prison and where he's trying to understand criminals, you know, and like, oh, you know, they're not all evil. It's not all black and white. Oliver very much lives in a world of gray and therefore it makes him a very compassionate and forgiving person because he knows in his mind he's done worse. And right. he's been received, he has been given forgiveness and redemption. So it really makes a, it reminds me very much of Angel on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, this was uh, someone who um, was this murdering psychopath. And there's a scene where um, a woman in the past has hurt Angel and she betrayed him. And she's an old woman and he's sitting with her and she's like, would you forgive me? And she's dying. And he looks at her and he says, of course. And he just gives uh, Angel's entire character is based on um, ser searching, searching for forgiveness and redemption. And when it's asked from him, he gives of it so freely. He gives what he cannot receive so, so kindly and so compassionately. It's a really beautiful character moment. And that's the test of a real hero. The one who can forgive the unforgivable in some respects um that's what makes them jesus so i th this whole berry holier than thou standing on the high horse uh ain't a good look because in my personal perspective um he's not superman he's not flawless my beef with a the flash is they never have berry uh deal with the consequences of his actions i feel in a way that's fair to the other characters and actually carries some significance you know his whole punishment for going it was going into the speed force and you know when you're in the speed force when other characters were in the speed force they were forced to live in their worst moment of their life over and over and over again uh what happened to barry when he went into the speed force it was basically like he just jumped into heaven for a while i was like what like, literally, Iris is like, oh, you're going to be in the worst moment of your life. And his Nora, her his faux mom, Speed Force pretending to be Nora, was like, no, that's not what's going to happen. That's not for Barry. He'll be fine. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> it's like he's going to Aruba for a couple months. I was like, this is insane. Oh, and then he came out of it like a little jumbled. And they worked that out in an episode. I was like, <laughs> Okay, I give up. That was the point at which I gave up. So for Air, for Iris to really get at him about Nora, we have finally reached a breaking point for Iris West, and it is about damn time. Well, all the nonsense that was buried that shouldn't have been buried Listen, is coming up. he messed with the cub. You don't – Iris is mama bear. You don't mess with the cub. No, no, it don't matter who it is. Even the father, you don't mess with the cub. So he messed with the cub. So Mama Bear's coming out, and it is glorious because there is nothing Iris is saying that ain't true. Yep. The girl is bang on right, and drag him, sweetie, because Lord, he needs it, and she's pretty much the only one who can do it on that show with authority. Yeah, you know, because they That's don't let true. any of the other characters voice disagreement well, or bed. anger with Barry <sighs> that lasts more than fifteen minutes. And my the, my primary frustration between Barry and Oliver is essentially Oliver, you know, the, the point of Oliver Queen is, you know, on the surface there's darkness, but underneath there's light. 
the Flash Riders seem to have lost that in Barry, that on the surface there's light, but underneath is darkness. And they refuse to acknowledge that Barry has some darkness that makes him make poor decisions. Well, and here's something that would, would, would make sense. Like I, Barry could still be sympathetic and it could sort of work for me if Barry was essentially good towards Oliver defended Oliver Oliver's a good man Oliver is this you know but instead he sits there and he he always picks at Oliver for for past mistakes or whatever and puts himself forward as a paragon of virtue when he's on the other hand he's doing stuff like this like I could almost buy Barry's oh he's such a he's such a good and pure hero thing if he was actually good and pure right but hypocrisy is just really tough to take and they make the other characters pick at Oliver and the reason why they're picking at Oliver um is because they feel they have the paragon of of superhero virtue in Barry Allen um and the the Flash Riders and the Arrow have done this. I, I, you know, when Barry comes over to the to Arrow, you know, it was very distinct the tone difference on the Arrow episode of this last year's crossover and the Flash episode. There's a whole tone oh, shift. The writers don't difference. do this nitpicky competitive bullshit with Oliver and Barry. Barry's treated no. with respect and is a valued member of the team when he comes over um on Arrow. When Oliver's over on Flash, it's always talking about how Oliver Queen sucks. Right. And as an Arrow fan, it's really difficult to take. And it's primarily one of the, it's the primary reason I hate these fucking crossovers and I don't like the Flash. So right. even when there's good moments between the Arrow and Flash characters on crossovers, the, the Flash turns around and shits on it in a later episode. Right. So that right. is an exhausting thing to have. Um, and I don't understand where and why that comes from, from the arrow writer or from the, the flash writers room, this constant need to put the arrow show down and the arrow hero. Um, it's almost like they're trying to be leader of the pack in some way by dethroning Oliver. And I'm like, you're never going to get out from under the fact that you are a spinoff show. It doesn't matter what Barry does, the show was born from Arrow's success. <laughs> and I right? feel exactly. like there's this rebellious yeah. child teenager bullshit going on with them. Yeah, well, a little respect. Flash is being JJ. Right! It's like, <laughs> it's like the rebelling against their elder. And I'm like, just accept the history of what that, you know, Oliver Queen's success is what ultimately paved the, role, the, the road for Barry Allen's success. Barry was right. a character on the, the on Arrow that launched into his own show. No different than Legends. I don't understand why it's like Legends can accept that, hey, we are a spinoff show of The Flash and Arrow. It's like, well, guess what? So was The Flash. So can we just like accept reality for what it is and stop trying to make Barry better than Oliver? Because he's not better. He's not better he makes the same mistakes Oliver does, but the difference between the two characters is Oliver owns his mistakes and he accepts the consequences. Well, and Oliver shows compassion to and other people. And he shows compassion to mistakes. other people and he's not a hypocrite. And no. that I respect. 
Oliver makes me mad, but I respect him. Barry makes me mad, and I don't respect him. Right. Big difference there, It's a big difference. So which show did I stop watching? (laughs) And yeah, you know what? I was a big Flash fan in the beginning. I really did like the Flash, and I was very excited to watch it. My husband was even – he was a much bigger Flash fan than he was when he was Arrow. And he just – I mean, if you're pissing off Nick and he's getting fed up with you, then that's pretty bad. So – there are an inordinate amount of problems on the Flash that I feel like Arrow fans can at least acknowledge that our fave is a problematic mess. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just feel like there's this air of, you know, the Flash is this pristine, perfect um And it's just it's built on a house of and it's lies. Just crap. Like. So seeing <laughs> I, Barry... The way Barry reacted is a very Barry thing to do. He does with Nora what he wants to do with Nora. He consults no one. It's off of it's based off of how he feels about Nora's decisions. Um, he offers no forgiveness to Nora. And you know, I feel like this is a really important because you know they went through this in the Lost Canary. Is that yeah, forgiveness is given ninety five percent of the time to people who don't deserve it. Right. Everybody always sits there and has this expectation of like, they don't deserve your forgiveness. You shouldn't, you shouldn't give them that because they don't deserve it. It's like, that's not what forgiveness that's not is the about. Intent though. Of forgiveness. That's not no. the purpose of it. And you are going to be, if you're offering forgiveness to somebody, majority of the time it's going to be when they haven't earned it. And it's, I don't even really think forgiveness is something you can earn it. A lot of times it's just, it's it's an act of selflessness and compassion and that can trigger change behavior in someone you know did laura did laurel deserve forgiveness in lost canary no she didn't but that simple act of compassion hopefully triggers a change in her which will make her worthy of it someday you know right um and yeah if laurel keeps murdering people and that kind of stuff yeah then you you don't have to keep forgiving her if she keeps making the same mistakes my problem with barry is Nora's making all the same mistakes he did but because they didn't address it in barry he thinks that he can just be super judgy and like he's better than his mistakes are nowhere near her mistakes and he can offer this kind of condemnation on his and what makes it worse is it's his own daughter yeah this is his kid yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is the person, these are the people you're supposed to offer unconditional love to. And he's walking around like she's mainline heroin and stealing from the wallet. It's like, well, could we take a step? Well, he's all like, I can't trust you. I can't have people around me I don't trust. And I'm like, she is your she's child. She's your child. Do you really <laughs> think she has like your, she is not an advocate of your best interest like what is she gonna do hand you over to a murder no she wanted to meet her dad she's a kid kids do stupid shit so she worked with a super villain so she could meet her dad it's not like it's some criminal conspiracy even if she did even if she did want to do something nefarious she's still still their kid child that's the person if you're gonna be a superhero to someone if you're gonna believe uh, the intent of a superhero is is essentially to be to believe in the, the people's goodness the reason right. why a superhero keeps fighting is because he believes the people are worth fighting for. Right. Even despite the fact that terrible things happen in the world. So why is Barry so why, a hero yeah, Why does Barry lack 
you know, Mr. I'm fighting for Central City because I believe people are innately good, uh, or even if they're not innately good, I believe um, they can be good. Um, why can't he not offer, he can offer that kind of hope and belief to perfect strangers, but he can't offer it to his own kid? Who's made the exact same mistakes he has, and her mistakes were compounded by decisions he's made that were mistakes. Yikes. I mean, what a fucking mess. I'm like, wow, he is a piece of work. Good luck, Iris, baby girl. If you want a and divorce, it, you come over to our show. We got a spot for if you. You, wanna, you can run your if, own newspaper. If you want to <sighs> experience another level of outrage, Oliver went to the monitor to see. Oh, I know. This motherfucker. <laughs> Don't even get me. We lost our We're 20 losing 20 years, years for this little shit. <laughs> <sighs> the rage boils and I just want to explode. I know. Unbelievable. That's pretty awful. And if you think I haven't been e emailing Mark Guggenheim and telling him that the world don't need Kara and Barry, what the world needs is Oliver, <laughs> you would be mistaken because I have. Yeah, That's does. pretty much what I've done. Caps all. <laughs> By the way. Nobody likes Barry. Oliver shouldn't be sacrificed. <laughs> like, it's literally just like, it's like my signature line. Just stamp it on. <sighs> yeah. It's well known. Okay, so I feel like we've covered all the bases. Dig deserved an episode before seven years. Uh, Late on the family thing. We need more smoke and hot. We've done our weekly. Um, Felicity isn't dying. Felicity and Diane. PSA. JJ is going to be <laughs> really cool. <laughs> Barry sucks. So Barry I sucks. think we're good. You know, we're here. You know, we're delivering all the tent poles, all of our, all of our things that make a watch over what it is. Yes. Hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> Sorry, my screaming got very it. loud when it comes to Barry and Iris yelling Listen, at him. But I was scream. really, really freaking excited because it's amazing. <laughs> Yes, and I am totally watching this episode tonight and grabbing some popcorn. Definitely maybe tell me taking what you a margarita and cheers in my girl. Oh, you know what else happens? I think she she tells him to fuck off and she goes to the future to get Nora. That would be awesome. You, oh, you think that you're the only one who can speed through time? Watch this bitch. I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing. And I'm not even expecting it to like go the amount of episodes I think it should go. I'm just going to be grateful we got this one. <laughs> and like Fair call enough. it, Fair call enough. it a day and just be like, it happened. Someone yelled at Barry and dragged him for all his crap. I feel at peace now. <laughs> it was important to me. <laughs> that happened. You're too funny. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Okay. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> All right. We'll be back next week. We have three more episodes with Felicity Smoke. Only three. Man, that's depressing. It's a depressing yeah, count. It is. But they're not killing her, so it's fine. It's fine. See you next week. <laughs> See you next week. Bye, guys. Thanks for joining us this week. Be sure to listen next week. 
Subscribe to Watch Over on iTunes or Google Play. And look us up on Twitter and Tumblr. Bye! Bye.